So we'll do the the sicha for Yutas Kislev in Chelik Lamed in volume thirty of Lakutis Sichas. So the Rebbe brings up like this that it's related that when the Alter Rebbe was in prison, so one time his teachers, that is the Magid and the Balshemtov, came to visit him from the world of truth, means from the other world. They came to visit him, and the Alter Rebbe asked him, "Why does he deserve?" that he should be sitting in prison. What is it that they want from him? What is expected of him? So they responded to him that there was a strong criticism for he is saying a lot of words of Hasidus, uh, a lot of it, and he's saying it openly. So the al asked them, so when I leave here, should I stop saying Hasidus? And he's, they answered him, since you started, do not stop. On the contrary, when you go out, you should say more. This is the uh, story in short. Which means to say that the imprisonment of the Alter Rebbe below physically came as nishtalshul. It was as a result, and it came from the criticism above. Because he was giving a lot of words of Hasidus that he was saying, and openly... And therefore, the Alter Rebbe actually had a question. Maybe he should stop this conduct. And this, he was instructed by his teachers that on the contrary, when you go out, you should say even more. So the Rebbe says, this requires explanation. This type of criticism was already at the time when the Magid of Mizrich was the Nasi, was the leader. As it's known, there was a story that there was a criticism then, and the reason of it is uh, that sometime they, one time they found that there was a writing of Hasidus that has been floating around, it was rolling around in an improper place. So this became uh, very, uh, was criti- a criticism above on the Magid that he is publicizing matters which are secrets of secrets, in a way, using the Lashon the Pasik, meaning the holy stones have been pouring out just in the streets. So the fact that you have the secrets of the secrets, the Maimorim and the Hasidus, that the Magid was saying, the, the teaching of the Rosin, the Rosin, that they were in the streets improper. So the Alter Rebbe, he nullified this criticism by bringing the example from a son of a king who has gotten sick with a very uh, dangerous, life-threatening sickness, and they couldn't find any other way to heal him but to take the precious stone which is set in the crown of the king, and the crown was depended upon the expenses and the preciousness of this stone, that was the main beauty and the main uh, significance and the importance of that crown. Uh, and the way to, to save the king was son was to grind it up and to mix it into water and to pour some of these mixtures in between the lips of the son of the king. And there was a hope that perhaps maybe one drop will enter into his mouth etc., and that will save his life. So, the same thing is in our case. So, Dal Tarebbe used that over there, right? 
Uh, that what? Just like in the Moshul, you're saving the king. So the Alter Rebbe said that when you have the Hasidists rolling around of the Magid, that the publicizing of the secrets of the Torah, which is the precious stone in the crown of the king, it is worthy, it's uh, proper, and it's Kedai in order to save the life of the son of the king, which is the Jewish people. So basically... Some of it gets spilled on the street. Some of the Hasidus is being uh, not handled properly. But if that can save the king by giving all these Hasidus in such a public, in a, such a uh, spread out way, it's, wor- it's, it's worthy because this saved the son of the king, which was the Jewish people. So based on this explanation, if already during the days of the Magid, the Alter Rebbe, nullified the criticism for spreading Hasidus by explaining that publicizing and spreading out Hasidus is something which is very necessary. It's important. It's a matter of pikuach nefesh. We're talking about saving the life of the son of the king. So for sure, here we're already another step as the generations are going lower. This was in the time of the Magid. Now it's the Alter Rebbe's time. Generations Bechlal are descending of the level. So perhaps, probably, we need to assume that the situation of this king's son, the spiritual, has deteriorated. So for sure, and for sure, that you have to spread out Hasidus, which is grinding the precious stone of the crown of the king, is something which is absolutely necessary to save the life of the son of the king. So how come, what changed? Why is it that during the leadership of the Alta Rebbe, and when there was again a criticism because of all the Hasidus that he's teaching openly, so what is, why, why would the Alta Rebbe have a doubt saying that, notwithstanding, that he is the one that nullified that criticism, which was similar by the Magid, by giving the Moshe of Shechika Sa'even Ayikora, by grinding that precious stone of the crown of the king, maybe he should stop saying the Hasidus. And he needed a very specific instruction from his teachers, that on the contrary, when he goes out, he should say more. But he, he himself is the one that gave that example, so why would it not apply here as well? So the Rebbe says in his base, he's explaining this. We have to explain the chlal, the words of the Arizal. The Arizal says that in our generations, you know, he's talking about the later generations. I mean, he's talking about his generations. And uh, Tanya brings down, he says, It's permissible. And it is a mitzvah to reveal this wisdom, which is talking about the wisdom of the Kabbalah. Even though that in the earlier generations the, the uh, ideas of the Kabbalah, the wisdom of the Kabbalah was hidden. And from all Talmidi Chachomim, uh, they didn't study it. Uh, it was just a... Uh, uh, the Gemara says that uh, only Chidesh Gula, um, people distinguished individuals, and also it was done in a quiet way, and not hidden. The Gemara says in Chagiga, who is allowed to and what you need to do in order to be able to learn the Maisim Markovah, the Maisim Reishidis, 
various different restrictions. Here, the Arizal says, it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to learn this Kabbalah, or Hasidus. But L'chayre, this is, how, how could the Arizal disagree with, uh, with the Halacha? Because uh, these are called Dvorim Shehem Kivshoyne Shel Oilom, as Rashi says, these are matters which are the mysteries of the world, the secrets of the world, the esoteric parts of the world. So the Pesach says, Yiyu tachas levushecho. Keep them under your garment, which means basically that you have to keep them quiet in a quiet way. It's just, it's actually Lashon of the Gemara over there from Chagiga. And based on the halacha that the Gemara brings down, there are many uh, there are many conditions, there's many limitations, how you can reveal this uh, wisdom. Also the halacha and the Rambam has also been ruled like that. So how is it that in these later generations it became permissible? I mean, if, if it was not permissible, how, how do we allow to do it today? So the Rebbe says, well, the Rebbe explains like this. First we have to understand why is there a limitation in learning, we call it the Chochmas HaEmes, the wisdom of truth, the wisdom of the Kabbalah. Why is there a limitation? It's not because there's some problem, like, you know, there's a part of Torah. This is a part of Torah. It's not because of the object. Here you have a piece of Torah which is called the hidden part of Torah. It's called Chochmas HaEmes. And we're going to say that this is a part of Torah that has to be hidden. No, it's not the Torah. It's not from the perspective of the Hefza, of the object of Torah. It's not like certain parts of Torah have to be hidden and certain parts of Torah have to be revealed. No. The problem is there is lacking in the people, the Gavra. There's a Chisor in the Gavra, which means that most people aren't able to really uh, get these matters. And therefore, learning this could cause damage. Like sometimes we find, even in other parts of Torah, you say, if you don't learn Torah the right way, it can be damaging to you. But the object of Torah itself, this is a part, this wisdom, the portion of the Soydis HaTorah, of the Chochmas HaEmes, is a part of our holy Torah which belongs to every Yid, Meiroshek, Yilis Yaakov, it's inherited for all Jewish people. So each and every individual Jewish person is obligated to study it. Just like one is obligated to study all the rest of the Torah. So, first thing we have to make it clear is nothing that they can't learn it. The problem is with the people. Especially, the Rebbe brings down, if you learn it, look at the Rambam in the end of his Sefer, Yad, in the end of the Mishnah Torah, he writes like this. Now what's going to happen in the time of Mashiach? The entire occupation of the world is going to be only to know Hashem. That's just to know Hashem. And therefore, the Yidden were going to be, the Jewish people are going to be great sages, wise people. They're going to know the hidden matters. They're going to be able to grasp the understanding of their creator of Hashem as much as the power of the human capacity to be able to reach, as the Pesach says, the Rambam writes, 
the world is going to be filled with knowledge. Everybody's going to know Hashem, just as the water covers every part of the ocean, the world is going to be covered with knowledge of Hashem. So what do we see from this Rambam? That what is going to be the main occupation and when Mashiach comes, it's going to be to know Hashem. So that means that mostly we're not going to be studying the revealed parts of Torah, which is called the Nigla, Nigla Yislonul Vanenu, what's revealed to us and our children. But we're going to learn Yediya Sabayda, we're going to learn about Hashem, we're going to learn Dvarim Hastumim, we're going to learn the hidden matters. And this is going to be the occupation of Kol Ha'ilam. And it's going to be Kiyama Ma'im Le'amachasim, all come. So there's not going to be any limitations, like we say, Oh, that you cannot expound the Gemara says and that the person who can study these matters, even if you're uh, even even individually, forget about publicly, but even individually, is only if somebody who's on a very righteous and very high madrega. Because how do we see? Because we say everybody's going to learn. This is going to be the occupation, so it's going to be no uh, no limitations to it. By nobody, and this is going to be the main study of everybody, so it seems. This would be going against the ruling of the Rambam himself. He says there are various limitations and there is various conditions in how you can study this wisdom. And it's not the shot that when Mashiach is going to come, oh, the laws of the Torah are going to change. If we're not allowed to do it now, we should not allow to do it then either, because the laws of the Torah don't change. So what do you have to say? This proves to us, we must say, that the entire limitation, the prohibition to begin with, is not only, the reason is, it's not something to do with the Torah, it's only because nowadays most people are not able to really understand these ideas, these chachmas, and therefore the Torah puts certain limitations and conditions in this study. But in the times of Mashiach, when there will be, as the Rambam says, there should be loyrov, be no hunger and no war, no jealousy, no competition, and everybody will be in a situation that they are able to properly, deeply concentrate on these matters. So then the whole occupation of the whole world is going to be just to know Hashem. Okay. But now we have to understand. So this answers us why in the time of Mashiach who comes with the Rambam writes versus what the Gemara says and the halacha the Rambam brings that we're not allowed to study it. So he says, okay, because but what about our generations now? What about happens now? But in these later generations that Rizal says it's a mitzvah to reveal this chokhmah notwithstanding these conditions and these limitations. So the Rebbe says there can be two possible explanations of it. Number one, the Rambam writes in his introduction, the Rambam wrote a sefer called Meirah HaNevuchim, the guide to the perplexed. So the Rambam writes in his introduction, the reason why he wrote that sefer, which has sort of mysterious hidden matters, is because similar to what our sages tell us, Sometimes you do something, ace last is a posse that says, ace last is la Hashem Sometimes there is a time to do for Hashem, even by going against the Torah. 
which means like that's the reason, for example, why we wrote down all the uh, Torah about Peh, even though the oral Torah was not supposed to be written down, because they used this Pesach to say, well, we have to write it down, because if we're not going to write it down, it's totally going to be forgotten because of the reality of the situation. So the Rambam is using this Pesach, this idea, for writing the Moira Nebuchim, that that means that since the Yid are in a situation in which they're Nebuchim, they're confused, so it forced him to reveal some hidden matters in order to save these ones who were perplexed, who were confused in matters of their belief in Hashem. And there's a similar explanation we're going to explain with regards to the revelation of Pnimis HaToyrah in the later generations. That it comes because of that limitation, the halachic requirements, Ace, Lasis, Lashem, It's come a time to do for Hashem even by going against the Torah, so to speak, because there is such a great descent of these later generations, people's hearts have been diminished. And also the situation in the world in generally, that the evil in these generations is very powerful, is extra strong. So this creates a force, a tremendous need. And we have to reveal this his wisdom, the Primis HaToyrah, because that arouses the inner parts that are hidden in the soul of man, that give him the support, the help to overcome all the darkness of the Golos from the outside and on the matters that prevent him from the inside. To be aroused with the love of Hashem and the fear of Hashem and to serve Him with a whole heart. So that's a reason. So the reason is we need Hasidus just because we are in a very desperate situation now where we can't make it without it. We need that in order to help us overcome the challenges from the outside the inside. Number two, that's one explanation. Number two explanation is that we find many matters that come as a preparation for the times of Mashiach. In the language of the Rambam, it is to get Yashir Yisrael Hochim Libam to straighten them, get them straighten them out, and to prepare their hearts for Mashiach's coming. So, how much more so that we need to do it as far as it connects to the main aspect of Mashiach's coming? What is going to be Mashiach's coming? What is the main thing of Mashiach? As the Rambam writes, the Chacham and the Nevim did not want Mashiach for any, you know, be a lot of food, a lot of money, no, nothing. Only in order they should be free to learn Torah and the wisdom of Torah. So they should be able to occupy themselves to be able to understand Hashem. So, how do you prepare yourself? So you need to we got to get them ready for this. And that comes through the revelation of Panimis HaToyra in these later generations specifically. Continues that the difference, uh, uh, the difference between these two explanations, why we have to- the revelation of Primus Torah in these generations, there is also two ways that that revelation came about. And just like in the Nigla, we have the Mishnah and the Gemara. We have the Mishnah and the Talmud. 
So we have, number one, the revelation of the Pneumis HaTorah in a way that just to know the point of the matter in the short, which is like the language of the Mishnah, which is something short and includes many items. And number two is sometimes you explain it the other way, is like the Gemara, in a very articulate, a very explained, in a very wide way, similar to the explanation and the give and take, which is in the Gemara, or as the Zoyar says, Yisparnesun, that you will uh, nurture from this. It gives you, as the Meforsha Zoyar explained, what does Yisparnesun mean? That the ideas of the godly wisdom are articulated and explained with understanding and uh, grasping, not like you're just learning uh, just superficially on the ligirsa, on the surface. So then when you learn it in such a way that it becomes a parnose, it becomes a support, as it says in Tanya, that when you learn Torah very well with your thinking in with your intellect, so that the idea is really grasped in your mind and it becomes one with you, becomes one, then it becomes a food for your soul. So that's a whole different way of learning. It's a way of learning of the Mishnah, just to know it superficially on the top, the main point, or to really get it and connect with it and to bring it down into your life. So the Rebbe says this is interesting, uh, that we can sort of sort out and explain what the Alter Rebbe writes about learning Kabbalah. It seems that there's a contradiction from what the Alter Rebbe writes in the Shulchan Aruch and from what the Alter Rebbe writes in the Kutatayra. Because we know our sages tell us, and it's also been halachically ruled, that a person has to divide his time, a third of it, more in Kedushin, that a third of his time a person should learn Chumash, a third of the time he should learn Mishnah, and a third of the time he should do Talmud. And the Alter Rebbe writes in Hilchas Talmud Torah that the wisdom of the Kabbalah is considered in the third of the Talmud, that's part of the Talmud. And this is based on what the Rambam rules in his Hilchas Torah, that those matters that are called pardis, that are part of the Gemara. That's what he writes in Shulchan Aruch. But in the Sefer Lekut Torah, the Alter Rebbe explains uh, and <laughs> And unusually, the Alter Rebbe explains it in a way of a give and take, which is, according to the Nigla, he says that learning the Zoyhar and the Kisve Harizal is considered part of the Shlish Bimikra. It's the third that you learn, which is on, um, which is considered the third of the Chumash. So, he says, because the Medrash of the Zohar is on the verses of the Torah. So first of all, it's on the Psokim, and further he says, even when you learn the secrets of the Torah, you don't get the essence, you only get the Metzias, you just get the idea, you don't fully understand it. So that's just like learning the Chumash, which you're reading really the names of, the whole Torah is names of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, but you don't know, you don't understand, you don't see it, 
You don't see the essence when you're reading the words of the Torah. Every word has a secret to it, and you don't get it when you're learning that. Same thing is when you learn the Zohar and Eitzchayim. That's what the Alter Rebbe writes over there. It seems almost like a contradiction, but based on the explanation that we said that there's two ways of learning Primus HaToyra, we can reconcile it. If you're going to learn just the main points of it, like the short parts of the Mishnah, then it's part of the Mikra, then it's part of the Chumash. But when you're learning it with understanding and explanation in detail, and especially when you're understanding the concept, then it's getting grab hold in your Seichel, and it becomes one, then it becomes a third of the Talmud, which is the study of learning the reason of the Chalachas, uh, to the extent that you learn it in such depth that you can understand one item from the other. So the Rebbe says, we can say that these two types of studying is dependent upon how we, two reasons why the Torah was been revealed in these later generations. Based on the reason, not because Ace Lassis Lashem, that is Pikuach Nefesh, spiritually, because of the great darkness that has overpowered and the descent of these generations. So over there it's sufficient to teach the inner parts of Torah in a way of a point and in total shorthand, Bikitzer. Because even a point of the Primisa Torah, which is the luminary of the Torah, has the power to vitalize souls. And since that is sufficient, so then you don't have to learn more. But when we talk about revealing the Primis Torah according to the second reason, in order to get their hearts straight, to prepare their hearts for the revelation of Primis Torah, which is going to be in that time, so since then there is going to be a full comprehension knowing of Hashem to the extent the human capacity to the extent so then we understand that also the preparation in these later generation needs to be similar to this based on all the above we understand the story about the criticism why the Alter Rebbe is saying Hasidus so much what was the novelty in the way of Hasidus of the Alter Rebbe as relative to the Baal Shem Tev and the Magid and their students. So then you can see very simply when you learn Hasidus that has been revealed to us, that those matters of Hasidus that have been revealed by the Baal Shem Tev and the Magid and their students, they are in a way of small Nekudis, small points, very short. Similar to the Lashon of the Mishnah, which is short. But as opposed to the explaining these matters, which is in the teaching of Hasidus Chabad, that has been revealed through the Alter Rebbe, is in a way that it's very wide, Archove, and there is a give and take that in the Maimorim and Teres Hasidus of the Alter Rebbe, starting with the Sefer Tanya, which explains the, matter, the idea of the teaching of Hasidus in a way that it can be understood and grasped, and as we call it, Hasidus Chabad, which is an intellectual. And this change in the way the Torah of Hasidus can say is what caused the new criticism over the Alter Rebbe. Even after that, the previous criticism 
has been nullified on the Magid by the explanation of the example from the grinding up of the precious stone which is in the crown of the king to save the life of the king's soul. It's still now, the question was, why do we need to have it in such a way? Rebbe explains like this. Rebbe explains like this. When the Alter Rebbe gives the example about saving the life of the son of the king by grinding the precious stone which is in the crown of the king, so there the emphasis is the need that we need at least one drop to enter the mouth of the son of the king. That drop is going to save the life of the Ben Melech. What is the, in the Mosh of the Nimshul, what is this similar? The revelation of Hasidus, which is the Pnimis HaToyer, which is the most precious stone, which is in the crown of the king. At least in the way of one Nikuda, one drop, as mentioned earlier, that one drop of Pnimis HaToyer has the power to vitalize the son of the king. What is the proof for this? Because you see that the revelation of Hasidus in a way of a point through the Baal Shem Tev, through the Magid, through their students, the students, students for all generation, that helped, that impacted to vitalize the son of the king. And there's many people based on the Hasidus, the general Hasidus are Yereim Veshlemim, fearful and wholesome people, thousands and tens of thousands. So yes, but the Al-Tarebbe at that time, the Baal Shem Tov, that, 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 uh, that justified it. But when the Al-Tarebbe started teaching, revealing, teaching of Hasidus, not only in a way of a Nikuda, one drop, but he says in a way of Harchove, he made it in the teaching of Chabad, so then there was a, started again the criticism above. Because this revelation of Hasidus in such a wide way that you should understand it and you should grasp it in the teaching of Chabad, that is not something which is necessary. We don't have to save, that's not necessary to save the life of the son of the king. And the Rebbe says we can say that this is perhaps the reason why the Rebbe had a doubt. Maybe you have to stop this type of revelation of Hasidus in such a way. But what did his teachers tell him? That through his Mesidus Nefesh and the fact that he sat in jail, he accomplished above, impacted above, that he should be allowed to continue to reveal the teaching of Hasidus in the way of Harchove. And on the contrary, when you go out, you should say even more, in order to prepare their hearts and to get them ready to the revelation of the secrets of the reasons of the Torah and the hidden parts and the hidden secrets of the Torah, as Rashi says in Shirashirim, uh, that will be revealed when Mashiach comes to the extent What does the Rebbe say? The Rebbe concludes, Maise is the Iker. After that, the instruction of the Baal Shem Tov and the Magi to the Alter Rebbe, that not only should he not stop, God forbid, from saying words of Hasidus, but on the contrary, he should add more so then it's understood that this is an instruction for every one and one of the Jewish people, that you have to prepare yourself for that time in which the world, all occupations of the world is going to be just to know Hashem by studying Primus HaToyre in a way of understanding and grasping Davke. And from this we also understand 
that according to uh, also somebody who um, who holds, who thinks that the learn, learning of Primis HaToyre in a way of Chabad, which means learning in a way of Yisparnason, is not doesn't need it, it's not necessary for him to vitalize his soul because according to his view his spiritual life is not in danger, God forbid. For him it's sufficient to learning Nigla de Torah, learning some Musar, learning words of Hasidus or the Balsemtev and the Magid and their students and their students' students and that's sufficient for them to overcome the darkness of this doubled and quadrupled of the hills of Mashiach. How can you exempt yourself from this study so even though you don't need it to save yourself because you have enough in just in the Kuda and the Chazidus when there is a very clear ruling in the Maise Nigla the Torah in the laws of Talmud Torah of the Alter Rebbe that every Jewish person is obligated to learn the entire Torah whether it is the simple meaning of the Lachas whether it is the Remez Remozim and the Roshes, and also he says the Soides, the secrets of the Torah. And he says, even in another place he says, elsewhere he says, that every Jewish person, uh, in Tanya, in Nigeris HaKodesh, he says every Jewish person uh, is obligated to learn, uh, uh, every, every Jewish person is obligated to come up a new ideas, in all halachas, in agoda, in the laws, in agodas, nigla, and hand the mister also in the secrets of Torah. Uh, so, through Yofutsum and Nesach publicizing and spreading out the wellsprings of Hasidus in every place and place until it reaches also the outside, we will very soon merit as the promise of the King Mashiach to Shemtov that Mashiach will come, in which that promise will be fulfilled. Very speed in our day. This is Mashiach's Mitzvah Shabbos Peshus Kodesh Mikates, Mitzvah Zeis Chanukah, in Tovshim Memvah.